You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season one, episode 57. Dansby Swanson, he is a cub. All right, Crowley, don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. The CubsCon schedule, Crowley, it's been released, and you did a little detective work. I don't know if this made it to the last podcast, but definitely made it to uh, your and I's uh, text stream. You saw the Dansby Swanson thing coming because of something you read in the CubsCon schedule release. Yeah, th- this is shocking. So for for those of you we've talked, we had uh, we we've had the Cubs talk to us about CubsCon. Um, but it's returning uh, to the Sheridan January 13th to the 15th. Now, for the first time ever, this is the first time this ever happened, the Cubs released the schedule of events this early. Normally, it usually isn't until the day of. So you go to CubsCon, you get in line, you get like a bag of stuff, and in that bag of stuff is a program, and that has a list of all the different events, all this, all the stuff. This year, they, they released it like this last week, and that's just absolutely unusual. So I kind of was digging through some things. And the first thing I look at, you know, is on Friday, there's a red carpet special, which is going to be shown live on Marquee. And I said, well, what's this red carpet special? Now, in 2013, when the convention was moved from the Hilton to the Sheridan, they had like this red carpet that led from a hallway where the players were to, through the crowd up onto the stage. So I'm just wondering, are they bringing that back? I have no idea. Um, you know, so that's there. The opening ceremonies that's been going on since the, the convention started. Off the Mound with Ryan Dempster has been a huge hit over the last few years. Demp is great on there. He's got a, a band that's just phenomenal. And then uh, he's just funny. There's just been a lot of very funny events that have occurred there. That's where the, the Chris Bryant St. Louis's Boring came out of and all sorts of goofy things. So it's a fun night. Now this year, what the Cubs are doing is after the Ryan Dempster show is over, that was kind of the end of the night. This year, they have something called Harry Karaoke at the Budweiser Shy Bar, which is that bar right in the, like where the score usually sets up, right? Kind of in the middle of the area of the hotel right when you walk in. So a little something new. But what you're talking about, Dustin, is that, you know, when I looked at Saturday, the first thing that pops out to me, right, is the Ricketts family session is back. It's if you don't back. know, Right. If you don't know the story... I find out I, I used to have an in that would give me the schedule. So I would always release it like the Wednesday of CubsCon. So I'd get a copy of the schedule and then the Wednesday before CubsCon, I would release it. So 
you know, kind of people would kind of like to see and plan the events. That's like kind of what you want to do. Right. And all of a sudden I'm taking a look at the schedule that I got and I talked to the source that gave me the information and I said, you know, what's going on? There's, you know, it's 2019 Cubs con and there's no Rickett sessions. The Ricketts always had the ownership session ever since they owned the team from their very first Cubs con. And if you remember in 2019, they had in 2018 into 19, they had a really bad off season. That was the one I talked about before about missing out on Machado and missing out on uh, Bryce Harper and, and, you know, just signing Daniel Descalso. And it was just a, just a disaster and people were really upset. And so, you know, I, I checked with my guy. I'm like, you hundred percent sure. He's like, yes, I've seen the, the program. Ricketts are not doing their session. And I was kind of like, um, that's a bad look because after Tom, after they won the world series, people would literally like go up to the mic on cup phone and Cubs con and, and go, Mr. Ricketts, you're the greatest. I love you. You, you made my dreams come true. Like he got all the adulation. Right. <laughs> but then all of a sudden when things are going bad, you're going to pull the plug. And then they kind of said like, well, we, you know, they do a survey. You get an emailed survey after every Cubs con. What was your favorite? Da, da, da. Like, well, it didn't, it didn't survey. Well, I'm like, no, I've never heard anyone say they don't want the Ricketts session because that it was, was always the, packed. It was always right, packed. Right, right. And, and the thing is, is when you had the Tribune, who was in charge? Who was making the decisions? There was no ownership to speak of. It was just a conglomeration. So we liked talking to the owners, and, and there was just a chance to let your feelings be known. So just kind of, you know, like I said, just kind of taking a look at that. When I saw that the Ricketts were having the family session come back, I said to myself, and I, and I texted you right away, I said, they're, they're signing Dansby Swanson because there is no way that they're going to have that family session if they end up having an offseason like it was looking like. Where we Remember we were talking about we only had uh, Bellinger and, and Jamison Tyone. And I'm like, they're not going to have the, the family session if that's what it's looking like. And so on Saturday, December 10th, Dansby Swanson got married. And then they went off with his wife to a honeymoon somewhere tropical. And I, and I said, they're going to sign Swanson. And when he comes back from the honeymoons, they're, they're going to announce it once, you know, it's always the physical that you got to get done and all that stuff. So Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mlbpodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mlbpodcast to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash mlbpodcast. You were you know, all over, Crowley. That was good. That was good insight. That was good insight. Connecting the dots. I loved it. So you I got the Ricketts family session back, and then you got then tr your traditional baseball ops, which is Jed and Carter, followed by Rossi and his coaches. So those are the first three things in the morning. Of course, the Ricketts is the first thing because you kind of you know most of the people are still kind of hungover from the night before. They still haven't gotten moving really quick. So that's the first thing in the morning. So um, you know they have some of the traditional. Um, 
favorites kind of coming back there, which is business ops and the kids only press conference where only children can ask questions and a lot of goofy things kind of come out of there. Uh, new this year is a live recording of the Compound podcast with Ian Happ and his teammates is what it says. I don't know if it's his podcast mates, but maybe Ian's recording it and, and hopefully, you know, it'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Saturday night has fan favorite bingo with Wayne Mesmer. The highlight every year of Cubs Con is Cubs Con bingo. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, followed again by Harry Karaoke Saturday night. But the surprising thing about this year's sub, uh, Cubs Con is there are no sessions on Sunday. Not a one. Now, traditionally speaking, right, Sunday would be your recovery day. It was kind of like a little bit like more low key, but you would usually have hall of famers or you'd have the 1984 guys or the 1989 guys or the 1969 team. And then the other one that was a big one on Sunday, what it was called down on the farm. And that was the minor leaguers that would all be up on there and, you know, kind of talking. They've moved the minor leaguers to Saturday. So, I mean, my, my guess here is that, you know, because the minor leagues were such a big story for the Cubs this year and the major leagues wasn't a great story this year, I'm guessing that they're, they're moving the minor leaguers into prime time. But for me, that's kind of tough because it's like there's nothing to do Sunday. They're having like a – Well, a Sunday kid- still – like Sunday, there's still like autograph sessions and things like that. My guess is there'll be some autograph sessions. My guess is they're, 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 doing, they're also doing a baseball clinic for children. So, I mean, I guess they're tra- maybe trying to do more kid-friendly things, but I'm surprised they didn't do like at least one or two sessions because it's still, you know, it's, it's kind of like the people that have been partying all weekend, you could, you could get like really good seats on that session because it wasn't as crowded. And, and it was fun to see the, the young kids too, the minor leaguers. So um, kind of like when, when everybody's not there, you kind of just had like, it's more calm and it's more peaceful and it doesn't feel as rushed on Sunday. So I was a little disappointed. There's really not much to do on Sunday. So yeah, I'll probably be uh, trying to look for autographs and, and, and maybe do some shopping. I don't know. Uh, some other observations I just made is that when I looked at the list, so they, they also released the list early of the players that are returning at CubsCon. It seemed like the list was a little light and not a lot of the World Series team has, is coming back to CubsCon. Now, obviously, the guys that are on different teams aren't going to do that. Um, but the returning players are uh, Pedro Strope, Miguel Montero, Matt Caesar. Okay. So kind of surprised. Like Ben Zobrist is not there. John Lester never liked that type of thing. But you even yeah, got guys. He was, yeah. He really didn't show up to a lot of that stuff. Uh-uh. No, no. And so, you know, Justin Grimm or Travis Wood, there's a lot of guys that have retired that I'm surprised they, they didn't bring back. Well, maybe Ben Zobrist will make an, a surprise appearance because isn't he back within the organization doing stuff now? Um, you know, he, he's not, not, uh, not as far as technically on the payroll. Uh, oh, like, I thought he, I thought he was involved in some way, shape or form. No, Miguel. So Miguel Montero is what they call an ambassador. So a couple of guys, right. like I think Caesar's an ambassador too. Um, but, but Ben has come and he has spoken to the team. He's gone, done some things with the minor leagues, but it's just not like on the payroll. If you get what I'm saying. Understood. So. That's a wrap. Season one, episode 57. Dansby Swanson is a cub is in the books. Crowley, tell them how to keep in touch with us. Yeah. Follow us on the socials. Like we, like we said, we got a feeling that there's going to be some more breaking news throughout the week. So if you want to take a look, fl- follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fly, fly the W six seventy. follow us on Facebook or fly the W, or you can email us at fly the W six seventy at gmail.com. Like I said, the Cubs have just gotten rolling. It's time to keep it going, and hopefully we'll have plenty to talk about next time.
Go Cubs! Go Cubs! Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.